Hi there, my name is Dean Wixon. I'm a 29-year-old football coach from the UK. I currently live and work in Melbourne, Australia. I've started the Sport, Mental Health and It's All COVID-19's Fault podcast to address the links between mental health and sport. As an active team sport player, coach and viewer, I, like many others, have felt the impacts of COVID-19 on sport. With a constant struggle with depression, being deprived of sport has proved to be another obstacle in life. Due to the ongoing situation with COVID-19, I decided it would be a great opportunity to sit down and hear from a wide range of athletes across different levels of competition about their experiences of sport, mental health and COVID-19. Hi there, and welcome back to Sport, Mental Health and It's All COVID-19's Fault. Today I'm delighted to announce we have a guest who boasts the 2018 UK Ultra Distance Trail Running National Championship, an incredible 138 kilometres in 13 hours. Astounding. Fifth in the New Zealand Trial Running Champs of 2019. This guy basically chooses to self-isolate regularly, so his current lockdown in New Zealand will be a breeze. A very good friend of mine, Tom Sawyer. Tom, how are you? Good to talk to you. Hello, mate. Yeah, not bad, thank you. How are you? Yeah, good. How's um, how's New Zealand uh, coping with the situation at the moment? Yeah, pretty well, I think. They seem to be, um, they've been very proactive. So we've been under lockdown for a few days now and only leaving the house to exercise and buy food and stuff. So um, they've been pretty proactive. Mm. I believe there's been, there's no um, deaths yet as far, but there's obviously a, a lot of cases and it's picking up, but they've kind of they've acted really proactively, locked everyone down. So hopefully we'll be out of the other side of this as soon as possible. Yeah, let's hope so, mate. For oh, I mean, you need to get back to the UK at some point, so that'd be handy. At some, um, point. some some point, no one's in a rush, mate. No one's in a rush. Um, so like, obviously, uh, the listeners would have heard like, obviously, your intro sounds quite impressive, and and it's awesome of you to join us with such a a good CV behind you and obviously trail running is a very different type of sport to any team sport. So it'll be interesting to get, to get your insight from that perspective. Yeah. Yeah. It should be good. It's um yeah, very individual pursuit, I guess, um, compared to, to kind yeah. of football and the, the world that you kind of involved in. So, yeah. Yeah. It's a, it's a sport for lonely people. Yeah, know? exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Um, so basically, we, we might as well crack on. We might as well get into it. So obviously, running, like you said, is quite an isolated sport. Um, with with regard to how how that works with your mental health and how you look after yourself, like what what would you say you use? Would you say you use running as a mechanism to to deal with stuff or? Yeah, definitely. I am um, for for a long, long time now. I've known that. Um... I have to exercise to keep myself feeling um, fairly level. Um, and it's, uh, yeah, exercise in general is a great way for me to kind of cope with the outside world. I don't have many kind of, I guess, issues or problems that I consider like get on top of me, but sport and certainly running, especially are the things I use to kind of clear my head and keep myself kind of, yeah, level headed and, and happy. Well, I mean, a lot of people would say choosing to run 138k is the least level-headed thing 
they've ever heard of, mate. Yeah. To be fair, like yeah, it's been it's been raised before. It has been raised. Um, like, but yeah, no, I mean that's taking it to the extreme. But yeah. but yeah, just getting out and go for a run, kind of. Yeah, that's that's how I would would try yeah. and cope with stuff, I guess, and it helps you think about things. You've got plenty of time to think about stuff when you're running that long. So, well, that leads me on to the next point. You know, like um, what what kind of a appeal to you about firstly about running because i know from my own experience i'm probably too heavy to start running now but it's never appealed to me but not only that the ultra long distances like what what makes a person want to do that kind of thing you know because it takes a, a different sort of person to want that yeah i guess so so for me i um the first kind of running i ever like race running racing i ever got involved with was kind of the the medium distance trail running stuff so sort of the mid-teens to 20 miles um up to like the trail marathons um and then i found that the longer i went the the more competitive i could be essentially so um did quite well at a couple of sort of 20 mile trail races and but realized that i probably i don't have the speed to compete at a short distance event so for me stepping up to to really long stuff was a chance to to kind of test whether I was capable of it, but also to have a go and see whether I could be competitive at that kind of, that kind of distance. It's a much, um, it's a, at the moment anyway, it's a less, I would say competitive sport than like your marathons and your road running. Um, and it's more, it's more a mental game than a physical game. Like, after the first one, I really, I had a really good time. So you kind of then, you keep going. I mean, I, I guess the the mental side of it, it's it, it probably gives you a point where you can, you're focusing on nothing else except for the fact your legs are killing you, I would imagine. So you, it's a way to channel any any slightly negative energy that you may be feeling. Yeah, definitely. And um, and I would say it's, uh, yeah, it's it's, you kind of, you've got to focus on what you're doing, but also you do have, because you're not working at kind of your, your limit for, so say for instance, for like a road 5k, you're, you're working at your, your limit essentially for the whole time. There isn't any time to think about anything else, but when you're running for sort of 13, 14 hours, there is plenty of time to let your mind wander and you can kind of just, yeah. Although you're thinking about how much it's hurting, it's also quite nice to kind of disappear off into your own head for a bit. Think sure, about stuff. Just day to day life and and kind of let what's happening kind of happen as you because you're kind of moving at a speed where although you've got to be consciously moving forward a lot of the time you might be walking or hiking or just running as kind of as quickly as you can but at a slow run essentially so you're kind of letting it happen to you rather than pushing the pace so you've got plenty of time for your mind to wander and so you become you yeah so you become over over those sort of what I would call ridiculous distances to run, you, you kind of become almost autonomous in, in what you're doing and, and it allows you, it really does free your mind up a little bit, it sounds like. Yeah, definitely. So the first one of these I did was um, it was back in 2017, the first ultra I did. And um, I was out there for about 17 and a half hours, which is most of it on my own, um, which is plenty of time to kind of to think about like what well, everything really and kind of why you're doing what you're doing and it's one of those where if you don't 
actively want to be doing it you'll just stop and you won't do it um and you it kind of makes you realize that it is something well if assuming you push through it you realize it is something you want to do yeah um, well because yeah, i mean so, you know, obviously sorry obviously i know i know you outside of this and and I know that when when you were going through those first few decent runs, you you were combining the running with quite a strenuous engineering career, you know. So it would that seems like a very big difference in what you were doing. Did you like that kind of yin and yang of of your life at that point? Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, so I was a I was a product designer for well like, in, until the last couple of years when I've been kind of travelling over here but um so yeah it's a lot of the day-to-day of that is a lot of kind of problem solving and a lot of sitting at a computer and drawing and stuff so the chance to get outside for hours on end and clear and actually i find that it's it's in the the times when i'd be out running all right on the bike or whatever is is when i'd kind of a lot of the time is when you solve your kind of problems that i'd have at work so yeah for instance if i had something i hadn't quite figured out how i was going to draw or whatever that's the time you kind of sometimes it just because your mind's kind of allowed to really shut down and drift i found that it was quite a good way of solutions to problems would kind of come to me as i ran because my mind would be ticking over without really thinking about it you know it's like kind of the uh the epiphany on the toilet scenario you'd be you just kind of halfway through a run yeah because because you've got so, you've got all that time where you're just kind of clocking up, especially in training. Like it's a bit different racing, but in training you're clocking up all these big miles really slowly. So it's it's all thinking time really. Um, That's crazy. So it's an it's an extra kind of fourteen hours a week of just thinking time, um, and I do a lot of that solo. So it's kind of it's all it's all time for me to to talk to myself in my own head. You know. How do crazy runners get through a forest? They take the psychopath. Um, and when I was living in, in Wellington earlier this year, I was running to and from work. And I just found it, it kind of resets your brain a little bit and gives you that kind of that kind of start in the yeah. morning where you're you're not still kind of clouded from, from waking up. You're really your brain has already done. Yeah, it's your, it's kind of, that's your version of yeah. my sausage and egg McMuffin from McDonald's on the way in, you know, like that's your, yeah. that's your wake up. Yeah, I've always said that, Dick, and that's, that's my version of, of your sausage and egg McMuffin, that's how I describe running all the time. That is, that is the best way to describe it, you know. But, um, yeah, I think so. So would you, yeah. would you feel like, obviously, obviously we're here, we're here because the whole reason I started the podcast was to talk about mental health and, and how we find it obviously i'm assuming you don't mind saying that that you've suffered with a bit of anxiety in the past and have you yeah found that that's fair yeah have you found that when when your anxiety may be at a certain point do you find your performances in competition can can be related to that either for good or bad or or are you quite able to separate them yeah so i'm 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 quite i consider myself quite lucky in that the I have had, yeah, experiences in the past, all, all work-related, um, when I've been really stressed at work. But I have now found a balance where I'm able, yeah, basically, pretty much through running, I'm able to kind of keep a lid on that and 
and through some stuff that I obviously went had a few saw a counselor a few times all that sort of stuff. Yeah, able to kind I of think everyone the, has level head on that. But I, I think that certainly when when it was at its worst, and I'm very lucky that it's not at the moment. I was my performance was a lot less, and it's only really when I'm able to get in a a decent positive mindset that I'm able to um to kind of train and perform perform well because when you're feeling crap you kind of make all the excuses about why you're not going to get out the door and then yeah that becomes a, a perpetuating cycle where you don't go out the door well so this is i can only speak for myself but i don't i don't go for a run because i can't be bothered and i talk myself out of it and then feel worse the next day and then i talk myself out of another run so you go for a week without exercising then i find that i'm that's when i'm at my kind of lowest uh, yeah. Whereas if I can keep on top of the training, kind of force myself, not just through running as well, but through other sport as well, and kind of yeah. force myself to to stay on top of it, I've managed to kind of control all of that stuff in the last kind of few years since then really well by doing that. It's, it's interesting that you say that the, the the anxiety or the 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 mindset that you're in affects it when even though you you probably consider the sport to be fairly autonomous. And, and sort of muscle memory related, but it can still the your mindset can still affect you. It's it's that's it's a powerful thing, isn't it? Your mental mental state. Oh yeah, definitely. And I mean, obviously, the the autonomy comes in the kind of in the the boring stuff. So the long the long training runs out on your own, doing four yeah. hours, just nice and steady on your own. But you still got to get the kind of. I still do a fair amount of kind of speed work and interval sessions where you need to be concentrating and you really need to, you need to want to be doing it. Otherwise, you're not going to do it. You just pack it in after a couple of reps or whatever. And then in the racing, while there are long stretches where you're just ticking over, you also, if you are trying to race people and if you're trying to to win stuff or even just run to your kind of best potential, there are times where you really have to kind of there's points in every race where you have to really focus and dig and kind of almost talk yourself out of, of holes because when you're out there, even, even the shorter kind of ultra distance, when you're doing six, seven hours, you, there's always going to be low points that you're going to have to talk yourself out. And if you don't, you kind of, it becomes a, a downward trend where you just kind of, and then eventually you quit. That's how it works. Using that train of thought, though, then obviously your your biggest achievement and and one that I know for a fact that you underplay a lot is the, and it's a mouthful, but it's the 2018 UK ultra distance trail running national champion, which is there must have been points in that, and it, it was your only your second time of running the race. Um, as you mentioned, you did it in 2017 and, and came a respectable. 14th i believe and then you went back a year later and won the thing like in that race there must have been points where you were struggling mentally and, and you had competition to fight off I, mean, I know you won the race fairly convincingly but there must have been points in there where you had to dig yourself out of the yeah hole. definitely so that that's kind of quite a quite a neat example of that race it was a i had an almost perfect kind of race but um i so after I took the lead at about 30 miles in on my own um, and ended up running about 55 miles on my own out in front. And cool, that's I, impressive. That's, that's, yeah, it was kind of, it's a lot of work, work on your own because you just, 
you're waiting every sort of 10 miles or so there'd be or i think every sort of eight or nine miles there'd be a checkpoint with some water and stuff so you just kind of get to the next one get to the next one knowing there's people chasing you um and occasionally you look back and see like the flash of it because it was day and night race so you see the flash of a torch or whatever um and there were there was a moment in that where about 80 miles in i'd kind of switched off a lot and was called ticking over and then turned back and saw kind of three torches lined up behind me and it's kind of that that moment <laughs> of you suddenly snap yourself out of the kind of dream state you were in what well, i was in where i'd kind of already in my head i'd already shit done it and i was just cruising home and you suddenly see these three torches it turned out they were about 15 minutes behind but in your mind that two minutes behind <laughs> you on the hill okay so did you know that Ultra Running Magazine's Male Ultra Runner of the Year in 2013, Rob Krah suffered with depression. Um, and additionally to that, actually, the Ultra Runner Magazine's three-time Ultra Runner of the Year for the last three years, Jim Wormsley, who is probably the, the best current Ultra Runner in the world, has also been very open about his struggles with depression. Um, and it, in general, it's kind of a sport where there's a lot of, a lot of athletes speaking very openly about their experience with mental health. On the women's side, athletes like Amelia Boone have talked about struggles with eating disorders and stuff. So it's a they're very open sport with a lot of athletes sharing their stories in that way. So Tom, while we while we've got you on the phone, um, it'd be great to to get your uh, your input because obviously we're, I'm blaming all of sport and mental health on COVID nineteen. It's the one thing that I'm just I'm just going to blame everything on. Fair. So like, yeah, fair. It's it's shit. <laughs> you know, yeah. um, obviously you're in New Zealand. Like, which part are you in at the moment? I'm down in the South Island at the moment, uh, right in the middle, up in not far from the mountains. But um, yeah, I was supposed to be on the ferry today, but um, a couple of days ago we got fully locked down, so my ferry's been cancelled. My flight, I was supposed to be flying out to see you, uh, and then flying back to the yeah. UK, and obviously all that's been been cancelled now. So we're we're locked down for at least the next twenty six days it's 28 in total but we've been locked down for a couple now so um we've got a month of, of sitting indoors obviously obviously the the amount of exercise and running that you would do uh generally speaking that's obviously i would assume had to reduce um i guess so. it will yeah a little bit like i've been um so from the start of this year i've been traveling um i was working in new zealand i'm now well, I was traveling uh, for a few months before heading home and now I'm, I was traveling to now be locked down. But um, I've been training for, I was training for the London Marathon, which obviously has now been postponed. So um, I've kind of used this as an opportunity to, I've just had a week off running completely to kind of let everything settle down because I was doing quite a lot of work towards towards the marathon and I'm now going to kind of start building back up, just running kind of once a day rather than a couple of times a day. And um and start to focus on because I've been living in a living out of my car for the last few months, so it's, I'm now in a house, <laughs> so I'm able to do a bit of strength work on keep a few. Yeah, but, but it's 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 interesting how this has such an impact on everyone and and people like yourself having to change their workloads. But as you like, obviously, as you know, with me, like most things revolve around food, so I'm going to have to ask: Do you, you stick into the same diet? Because obviously, I'd imagine that amount of running means a lot of food. Yeah, so I traditionally have a very bad diet, um, and certainly when I'm running, <laughs> when I'm running the um, 
kind of the big training weeks i kind of stick to the principle that i'm running i just need to put food in my body and it'll it'll all get used um i'm not too too focused on that but um having I've been been what you eat mate it's 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 sickening that someone can look like you and eat that shit. <laughs> but the other problem is I've been living out of a car for a few months. So I've been I've been eating kind of just whatever I can find out of the supermarkets. Occasionally get to a kitchen and cook something. But I'm now lately, <laughs> I'm locked down in a house with a kitchen and, and access to, to a supermarket. So I'm starting to eat a bit better and, and not just eat countless packets of biscuits and, and crisps and stuff. <laughs> It's come to that time where uh, the end of each podcast, we're doing a this or that questionnaire with every guest. So yeah. are you ready? Yeah, yeah. Ready. So first one, South or North Island? Oh, man. South of the scenery, north for the places to live. Sit on the fence, why don't you? If I Car pick or <laughs> Car or motorbike? Well, I can only drive. I can't ride, so I have to drive. Fair enough. Fair enough. Logical. Dog, cat? Dog. All day long. Yeah. Depression or anxiety? Uh, well, I've only really had one, and mine was fairly mild, so I'll take the anxiety. Yeah, I, I would as well, mate. You end up looking the state like me if you have the other one. Um, hot or cold? Cold. Forrest Gump or Paula Radcliffe? Paula. Paula? She pisses in the street, man. Their favourite runner of all time, probably. Her and um, Heidi Gabriel Selassie. Oh, Christ, fair enough. New Zealand or the UK? The big oh, one. Man. Well, if mum's listening in the UK, if she's not, New Zealand. <laughs> I'm sure your mum's not listening to anything I'm involved in, mate. Blimey. Tom, thanks for joining us. It's uh, been really good to get an insight into a sport that, that not many of us would know much about. And obviously the the isolation of the sport in itself is is fairly topical. So it's uh, it's much appreciated you coming on. No, thanks for having me. It's been good to chat. Yeah, perfect. Well, stay safe, buddy. And, uh, and don't let the sheep get you. You too. Stay well. Thanks to Tom Sawyer for coming on and, and talking us through how the mindset of a ultra-distant athlete works and, and the sort of pitfalls and ways he has to work around the extreme nature of the sport. I must say on a personal note, I'm extremely proud as a, a friend of 20-plus years of Tom that of what he's achieved and, and how he's coped in his life. But it's also great to have been able to sit down, talk about the situations that he's been through in a, in a way we've never done before. So hopefully you enjoyed it and hopefully you take away as much as I did from that. Please go away, like and subscribe to our Facebook page. We're on Spotify and we'll see you next week. Thank you. No, I actually have a problem with that because it's that's a psychopath, isn't it, Dave? Like that's... No, it's because it's a it's a mental health thing, mate. Psycho path. Yeah, but cycle. It's that's a cycle. Leave this in as well. <laughs> <laughs> I'll put that as the end bit. Yeah. <laughs>